uh, let's now focus on an issue that's uh, pretty controversial, and that is that of abortion. We've got a lot of debates that's had over the past few weeks after a leaked draft opinion of the U.S. Supreme Court looking at a, uh, a case where it ultimately could mean the issue of abortion is put back into the hands of states. So we're still waiting the actual release of that opinion, uh, but uh, since the draft opinion was leaked, it's sparked all kinds of debate uh, and uh, a lot of uh, political rhetoric from all sides of this uh, situation. Uh, but here in Illinois, we've got uh, some of the most liberal abortion laws on the books. Governor J.B. Pritzker, with his political campaign, is actually going to be in East St. Louis later on today to talk about the importance of having access to safe and legal abortion. Uh, his campaign putting out that uh, that message and uh, expecting that's going to be coming up here at 9 o'clock. Uh, but today marks a, a day that some have uh, not looked forward to, uh, and that is the end of parental notification of abortion, a law that was passed. Uh, gosh, how long ago is this uh, this ultimately passed? Uh, here in Illinois. Uh, well, somebody who's got all the details on that uh, is the March for Life Chicago director, uh, Kevin Grillo, joins us here on WMAY. Kevin, thanks for taking time. Uh, lay it out there for us. Where did this law come from? And uh, is this something that uh, uh, is going to lead to um, uh, negative consequences all up and down the state, not just for state residents, but for out-of-state residents? Good morning. Good morning, Greg. Absolutely, this is going to lead to negative consequences. This is why Governor Pritzker, when he signed it on December 17th, it was a Friday. He didn't promote it. He didn't hold a press conference around it. It's something that he buried in the news because they crammed through this bill uh, during the October veto session and actually tacked it on to a probate guardian amendment that had nothing to do with parental rights. So the removal of parental rights and parental notification, 72% of Illinois people were against it. They wanted to keep it in place, and they wanted to keep parents' rights front and center. But this is a a very tragic day to remove parents being notified when uh, an abortion clinic is performing a surgery on their daughter. So this was signed back in December of 2021, and I remember the debate happening uh, on this measure uh, earlier in that year, last year, uh, and uh, there was a lot of talk about what was in place at that time, uh, and that was a court process uh, that allowed for certain individuals, minor girls, uh, to to not have to follow the requirement to notify their parents. Talk about that process that was in place until today uh, when the end of parental notification came in. So it's important to note that the, the minor daughter did not have to notify her parents. It was the responsibility of the clinic on the on the law. And there was even an opt-out process that existed in the law that was passed in 1995 and went into effect in 2013. And that parental notification put the burden on the clinic to contact the guardian. However, that also could have been bypassed through a judicial bypass. But this move repeals any of that. And so now a minor can have an abortion in Illinois effective today without their parents ever knowing. And this impacts neighboring states. But like Illinois just became the only state in the Midwest to remove any kind of parental involvement in abortion. No other state across the Midwest has that kind of loose, permissive laws in place. What do you think that's going to mean for 
the number of out-of-state residents coming into Illinois, um, not just those who are adults, uh, but uh, those who are minor children um, when it comes to uh, getting access to abortion in Illinois. And I think people, people are going to use it as a way to push minors. This is something that is very dangerous for someone, say, they're an older boyfriend that wants to get push this, this young girl into having an abortion that got pregnant. They can now just travel across the state line. There's no regulations in place for Illinois for that. So you're going to see a number increase. And already in 2020, the Illinois Department of Health reported 1,180 abortions on girls who are 17 and under. That includes 88 abortions on some girls who are 14 and younger. And now none of those parents are going to be notified. We're talking with Kevin Grillo. He is the director of March for Life Chicago. Today, June 1st, 2022, is the first day that parental notification is repealed in the state of Illinois. Uh, A law passed in 1995. It took a lot of court wrangling to get it to take effect in 2013, Kevin. Uh, And you talked about uh, the, the judicial bypass process that was available uh, for minors to get a judge to say, well, the clinic doesn't have to tell your parents because of certain circumstances. How often was that used? And we always hear about, um, you know, uh, uh, incest or uh, parental abuse uh, being the reason that we have to have uh, parental notification uh, done away with. How, how, how often did the judicial bypass happen when it was in effect? Uh, and uh, how, how often Often are cases of abortion stemming from uh, abuse or rape uh, or incest? Overall, in the U.S., there's less than 1% of abortions are performed on someone in a case of rape or incest. So that is a very small percentage of the cases. Additionally, the judicial bypass numbers were used. It's just those numbers are not reported by the Illinois Department of Health or other places. And some of that gets into the very fact of it is a safety measure. So the public promotion, those numbers are not readily available. But the it was used, and judges can have used that process. It was an access point. But now this is something that, I mean, Illinois has moved into company with North Korea, China, Canada, Vietnam. There's only five countries in the world uh, according to the Washington Post, in a study of 198 countries with a million people or more, only five of those perform abortions through all nine months. The U.S. is one of them, along with North Korea and China, and now Illinois is pushing parents out of that completely. So this is a, a very radical, extreme situation compared to neighboring states, but compared to the U.S., compared to the world. Kevin, uh, for those listening, uh, they hear uh, you're a man. Uh, what uh, what role do you have in this? Uh, some may say that uh, you, you have no right to speak about this issue. Great. This is a human rights issue. Uh, it is clear from when science identifies from the moment of conception unique individual DNA of either a woman or a man. That is, you know, in pregnancy, this is something that is is a distinct person, and that mother is continuing. So we're talking about two people here. So anytime we're talking about removing the life of another person, 
this is something that strikes to the core of every person in our community, in our country. So the ability to segregate by men or women, I think is a great tragedy. In fact, the fact that many men have moved away from any kind of responsibility in the, the children that they're taking care of or that they have brought forth, that has actually been a huge problem on our society. More men need to step up. So pushing them out of the conversation doesn't do that. It just negates responsibility. Talking with Kevin Grillo, he is the uh, director of March for Life Chicago, and today marks the first day that uh, parental notification being repealed in the state of Illinois. Uh, Kevin, finally here, what are the next steps? Uh, what what can March for Life or others that uh, want to restrict abortion access uh, do in the state of Illinois? People who want to make a difference and stand up for life can come out on July 9th at 2 p.m. on Saturday at Federal Plaza where again, the March by Chicago will be gathering thousands from across the Midwest to stand up to these extreme laws and to, to really make a clear present stance for life. That's July 9th, Saturday at 2 p.m., where we'll have the Dobbs rally in March in Federal Plaza. Kevin Grillo, I uh, appreciate you taking the time this morning, and uh, we'll likely talk about this issue and more because uh, it's uh, not just an issue dealing with uh, health and uh, access to certain things, but also it's uh, it's a political issue heading into an election year. Greatly appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for your time, Greg. Appreciate it. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 